when you think this is foolishness, think that is wiser than the wisest man or not. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. Now he's trying to qualify that in verse 20. He says, For you see your calling, brethren. I'm reading 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. So you see your calling, brethren, telling the believers, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. In that generation, you can say that's how it was. The, the gospel is being preached, only the servants, the slaves, the poor people were listening because that's like a, they seen a better hope for them in the future. Why the rich, the powerful, the government workers, the governors and so on, they were thinking, oh, this is for the reference. And they are not opening their heart to it. But God is giving the witness, you know, allow Apostle to witness to the kings, King Agrippa and all the governors. Some of them may not understand it, some of them may not believe because they have not been reading the scriptures anyway. But only God can call anybody, save anybody, because he's the one that's calling after himself. Like right, Logica said, no man can come unto me except the Father which has sent me draws him. All the poor that are coming, they are being drawn by the Lord. Because the hope, he said, to the poor, the gospel was preached. So they are flooding into it. But the rich and the mighty that were in that generation, really, only few of them are having their heart open by being called. You have to be humble. Like there was a deputy that called for Paul and Abanas to come and teach them the word of God. That's the deputy in the government. That's not like a, an attorney. See, there are some people mighty like that that God is hoping they are to see. Like some of those centurions, they were rulers of you know, soldiers. You know, they have a centurion is a captain over 100 soldiers. But the, those that are humble are believing the word of God they are hearing from the Jews. While those who are not humble are throwing tongues. Even the King Agrippa said, You always convinced me to be a Christian when he had the testimony to have So that was why I say, Not all the mighty are coming, but some God is drawing their heart. And Apostle is saying, You see, you're calling brethren, not many, not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty or not many noble people are called. Verse 27 says, But God has chosen the foolishness of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weakness of the world to confound the things which are mighty. See, even think about it, say, how come this man become mighty? We are all born like by by women also. They say, well, maybe the man was born in a, in a rich family, that's how he became mighty. Or this man was born in the house of a of a governor, that's how he became mighty. Some people inherited greatness like that by just being born in a family do you know why you are born there do you know why you are your spirit followed this man and that man is one that will give birth to you and not to that man that was poor many of us do not know that we were in the spirit world before god created our spirit somewhere and when you came into our father's body well we don't know you know that you are going to be born before into this family so it's how the people become mighty some people can also become mighty by after they come into this world among the poor, among the history, they work it out and they became mighty because they either went to their own business and become rich and so on. So on. And then from there, they begin to wrap a, a language of greatness. The same way, those people that you have seen that are mighty right now could have been from the parents and grandparents that was passed on. So, but you see, he, he, that's why you can say, well, how do people become mighty and See, when you become mighty, if you have your brain in your head, you still fear God. You know that God is the one that has sent you, or the same fellow that 
same spirit, the same God has sent that fellow and he came through this poor family. The same God has sent you, you come through this rich family. But remember, God is to be feared. So that's what Apostle Paul is really alluding to here when he said, God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised as God's chosen, yea, the thing and things which are not, to bring to naught the things that are. I mean, God will take something that looks like foolish and used to confound the rich, confound the mighty. That no flesh should glory in his presence. That's what the purpose of it. The God is choosing the base things to confound the wise and great people. So that no flesh should glory in his presence because God resisted the proud. But he gave honor, he gave he said, give grace to the lowly. Pastor said, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So that according as it is written, he that glory, let him glory in the Lord. If you are going to glory, let it be your glory, your glory in that you know God. Not in yourself, not in what you have accomplished, not in your wealth or your position in life or position in government. Glory in the Lord. Because you are every one of us, both the poor and the rich, the slave and the mighty slave owner. They are all going to stand individually before God with nothing. You are not going to come with all your riches. And when you stand before God, you stand with the joy according to how you treat other people on earth, how you live your for him on earth, you don't live for him. That's how people will go to, most of the people are going to find themselves in trouble in the last, in, in the day of judgment. But now, if you are a believer, just is different because if you are a believer, you actually are already saved. You are not going to be in that type of judgment. We are talking of, praise the Lord, we are talking of believers in Christ. If you are a believer in Christ, you are not going to be in that judgment because you are already judged by Christ has already pay for our redemption. So maybe this is when you say everybody goes to stand before God in the final judgment, both the rich and the poor are going to stand before God. But if you have come to Christ, you have escaped that judgment because you are already part of Christ. The judgment has been laid on Christ and that's where we are receiving that grace that God has given to us that all our offenses have been laid on Christ and He has taken it away and we are not justified before God. So that's why we are not people that are going to be in that great day of judgment because the Bible says the books are open, all those that have their names in the book of life, they live. Those who don't have their names in the book of life, they are going to be judged according to the other books. And nobody is guaranteed anything about according to the other books of sin and what they did in life. But all of those have been put on Christ and we that are accepting him as our savior, we are saved. Now let's go to chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Smallly telling them his resume that when I come and preach among you, this is how we conduct ourselves. And that we are demonstrating the power of God, not just words that are eloquent. Verse 6. So how be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, 
nor of the princes of this world that come to know, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our, our glory. So he said, even though we are preaching Christ crucified, after we preach and you guys receive Christ, we begin to teach you some mysteries that are wisdom of God. How God has planned this thing, that's the wisdom of God. How God has planned this thing that we are supposed to bring to, to us in all this letter. That many of these things, people don't know, why are we here? What is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of religion? All the type of things. But see, God has a plan from the beginning that is allowing man to go through this and is going to harvest this world. Harvest human beings. Human beings are the products that you go to harvest. Just like you go to your farm and you plant corn and you water the field and you get take care of taking the weeds out. And there are the, what's the purpose of that? At the end, you want to harvest the farm, get all the good corn that you want because you are going to use them, sell them, eat them, and then you clean up the rest. And that is who the world is. That's the wisdom of God that He's choosing to us in many ways, many forms. I suppose, right? Revealing them that there is a harvesting to come. That's what Christ is coming. Christ said, "This world, <clears throat> this world is the field." Praise the Lord. This world is the field that he has planted. And the good seed are the children of the kingdom. And the tears are the children of the wicked one. This means there are some children of the wicked one that never repent. And that is exactly what Apostle Paul has been revealing. That this is the wisdom of God that he is revealing in his, in his letters. He said, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world. And to agree. Verse 8 of chapter 2. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Just think if the if Satan realized what he was doing, he wouldn't have allowed, he wouldn't have crucified, he wouldn't have let people crucify the Lord Jesus Christ. You realize that? Even Satan, that is the spirit that is controlling all these demonic spirits in the world, in hell, even came to tempt the Lord Jesus Christ. If he knew what is the repercussion of what he was about to do, he will say, don't touch this man, don't kill this man, don't even crucify, he will, he will. <laughs> no, but he didn't know. And he let the world, the men of evil people, through his demons and services, think they were angry at this man that's preaching the gospel, casting the demon out, he crucified him. And they thought, ha, got rid of him. They didn't know that they sealed their doom by doing that. Because he went to the to the hell with, with them and then took the key and fought all of them, beat them up by the power of the Holy Ghost that's in him. And he arrested all of them. If you, you think of it, if you are if there's a gang of uh, bandits and they saw some man that is coming and they say, Well, we've got somebody we are going to take and take for ransom. If they know that this man is not the one you should take into their name for ransom. That he's going to arrest them, beat them up, and chain all of them. They will have said, No, leave this man, let him go, let him just go. We'll take the next person. Basically, they didn't know who they are dealing with. Jesus Christ said, I laid, I laid down my life by myself, and I don't power to take it again. Well, the demons were listening, they didn't believe. So they find the problem, they say, Kill him, kill him, crucify him, crucify him. And they crucified him. But he went there and took the keys and bound all of them, and now he is Lord of all. Satan is done, Satan is about destroyed. Satan has to now obey. Before he can do anything, he has to take permission from the Lord Jesus Christ. See, if he has known it, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have crucified the Lord. That's what Apostle Paul said. 
which none of the places of this world, even the human beings that were used by Satan, they didn't know what they were doing. That's why Christ said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that's what Apostle Paul is referring to. He said, none of the princes of this world, the princes of this world is not just the governor or the or the, the Caesar, that's what's ruling the world, eh? these are the princes of the world. Even the spirits that are ruling through those men, the satanic spirits that are ruling the world through those men, they didn't know. That's why he was saying, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Amen. But so it's, it's over, it's too, it's too late right now. That's why the Lord is now bringing us into his kingdom. Bringing many of many more sons into glory. We that are going to take over this world. You bring us into the glory. People that have been saved. They are crossing over into the kingdom of God. They are crossing over into the kingdom of God. The devil is done. He knows what to do. He's trying to help us because he's going to try persecution again. But he knows that he has lost. Because the Bible says he lost. The Bible says he lost. The saints of the day, the people of the saints of the most took over the kingdom and took it forever and ever. Apostle. I mean, Daniel has already prophesied in the book of Daniel. In the angel of God told him, the people of the saints shall take over the kingdom. So he was saying, we are all those sins. We are all those sins. So he thought he's to kill him. What did he do? Kill the king of Lord, king of glory. So this is one of them. Or is the, their leader? King, he killed him by crucifixion. No, no, like that was the, why you see this doom. Hallelujah. The logical now went and took the keys of hell. And Satan was under his control right now. So that was how, he, you see, our captain has already taken over the spirit world. Basically, Satan is still doing all those things. You know, he says he's lost because the, the Lord of all, the Lord of glory, is the God of all right now. And the saints of God are crossing over. Saints of God have been, people have been saved, they are crossing over Satan, it's only a task. You try to say, well, you're smart, you're going to kill them again. Killing them is bringing them back to their glory again. So that's why the, the devil is lost. He doesn't know what he was doing. Yeah, the Lord Jesus said, if Apostle Paul was writing that verse, that if they have known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 9. That's what it's written. I have not seen nor hear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by a spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. So everything God has planned is now revealed to us through the spirit of God that he has given to us through the apostles, through the teachers. That's what we are explaining us from the letters of Apostle Paul. Verse 11 says, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. He said, the spirit of God is the one that is revealing what is of God, what God planned. He's revealing through us to tell others. Words, just like you see, Apostle and Daniel, the prophet, I, I always say this. When you, write, when you read the books of Daniel and you see all those things that were revealed to Daniel, it was not for Daniel. It was revealed through Daniel to the world. Of course, to the believers who are going to believe it. And that's the only way we knew the plan of God. God will call somebody. One of them was Daniel the prophet. Made him go through his lifestyle that will please God. Because it was God that actually put those in their heart. And then God will reveal through a visitation of angels. Visitation of angels, they revealed to Daniel the plan of God. In fact, God even revealed to the book of who was, and Daniel was there to interpret it from Daniel chapter 2. The first dream, the book was the plan of God. The what is going to be happening after he was dead? You see, God showed to him, yeah, your kingdom will be over. Another kingdom will take over. Another kingdom will take over till the end of the world. There will be a kingdom at the feet of the image. And then there will be a stone that will destroy it all. That's the kingdom of God. And that, he didn't understand it, but Daniel came and interpreted it. 
So that was how God chose Daniel to reveal his plan in, in, in summary. In the book of Daniel, then James visited him again, James visited him, telling him, showing many other symbols to, to, to describe the same thing over and over. And then in chapter 11, 12, the angel came and told Daniel more about what will be happening in Israel, Palestine, that generation of the religious Christ came, and then the end of the world. And that was revealed in the book of Daniel. God revealing his plan through human beings as they are set aside. And then the apostles are also revealing more detail, more of what God is doing when he begins to bring in the saints of God. That was the revelation. That's why he said it is the mystery of God that has been kept secret and now being revealed to us, to mankind, through the apostles. And what I was pointing out is that God actually has been revealing all these things through the apostles and through will that I see, teaching it and explaining it from the scripture, showing to you this is the plan of God. You do well to be part of it. Those who don't believe it will never be part of it. But when you believe it, walk. Like the same that the Lord Jesus said, them that are walking like this, they will overcome it, that overcome it, and hear all these things. So you have to walk the way the Bible is described to us, prescribed to us, and you walk that walk, then you are one of them that will overcome because you overcome all the temptations, to overcome all the struggles, to overcome all the triumphs. It is you following the precepts of the word of God, looking unto Jesus, following Jesus. And then you will want to inherit this kingdom that God has planned that he revealed in the book of Daniel and is revealed through the apostles, through the letters of apostles and the book of Revelation. That is what we are explaining here, that God is showing to mankind, it's actually showing it to your world. Only the believers are hearing it, reading it and believing it. And so it's by the Spirit of God is showing it. That's why I say, what man knows the things of man, the Spirit of man. And the same way the Spirit of God in us that He has given to us is showing it to us from the revelation of the Word of God. And verse 12, well, I say, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. That the Spirit of God is showing to us what is freely given to us by God. Verse 13, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing scriptures with scriptures, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. You see, but the natural man receiving not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually designed. At least all those people that don't believe in spirits, they don't believe there's any spirit, they think human misses it. In fact, they think human beings are monkeys. They thought there's evolution. That one one little cell become more cell and then become a amoeba and then turn into this and then turn to that and then turn to monkey. Those are foolishness of men trying to uh, explain things that you don't understand and creating theory. Theory is like a, something they just make up. So even even the one that they could see through the telescope right now and they are describing, they say it's a trillion miles away and they say we well, can think it's like this. It's still like foolishness. Still like foolishness. But the scriptures are giving to us what is there, what is to be, and that is the spiritual things. So the natural man cannot understand it. But he that is spiritual judges all things, verse 15. Yet he himself is judge of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ has given to us is what's making us to understand the scripture because we even want to follow him more and more. We have the mind of Christ by the Holy Ghost that has given to us. Let's go to chapter 3 because this is a long 
First Corinthians is going to be going to 1 to 16. But let's go to chapter 3 and continue. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. Now he's trying to rebuke the Corinthians here because he's going to the spiritual thing and say, well, I can't even speak to you about spiritual things because you guys are still debating and for Apollos and for Paul. I mean, there's still division among you when you should be united, listening together, want to learn more from whoever is bringing it. Want to learn more from whoever is bringing it that the Lord Jesus Christ is using to bring it. Don't say, well, oh, I like Apollos the way he brings it. No, I don't, I don't like Apollos. If Paul comes to preach, you are going to stay home. If Paul comes to preach because you don't like the way he preaches it, or he's too slow, he's too soft. Apollos is charismatic, wow, 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 dancing in the stage. So many people like the dancers on the stage. And they, they get glue because they want entertainment. So you guys are coming. Whoever God uses to bring the revelation of the mysteries, listen to it and learn from it. Not from not man, from the spirit that is revealing this thing. And you'll be getting better. Say, I, I, I have understanding more than my teacher was one of the things that Queen David said. How will you get understanding more than your teacher? Because when you hear the teachers and you believe, the Holy Ghost, who is the great teacher now, begins to teach you more than your teachers from inside. If you don't listen to the teacher, you won't get start. The Holy Ghost won't start because you're proud already. <laughs> God is sincerely proud. So if you say, well, this teacher, mm, Paul, is too dull. You want to listen to him. Then you're missing out because the Holy Ghost is going to see you proud. I don't want to teach you anything more. You say, I want this one that's done, done, dancing on the street. Charismatic preacher. Oh, wow. Everybody like that. The whole place are shout, shouting and it's not teaching you nothing. He's just dancing and excited. And everybody's excited. They want entertainment. He said, you're not going to learn anything. Holy Ghost, you just see you guys as babes. But serious things comes from teaching that is ex that is explaining the scripture and making to see that there are spiritual things here. Things that you need to spiritually design. And the Holy Ghost then will teach you more. How did you guys get to know more? Did you go to Bible college? Somebody asked me, did you go to Bible college? What Bible college did you go to? No, I'm an engineer. Electrical engineer, I work on computers, computer engineering. So, how do you get all these things? Holy Ghost revealed them to me as he draw me aside to read the scriptures, to teach his people and explain more. I'm not teaching them from the knowledge of engineering, I'm teaching what the Holy Ghost has put into my heart to teach, explain these scriptures by revelation, prophet, by dreams, by visitation. The Lord teaches these things to me also. That is how you can see we have more understanding than our teachers because the Holy Ghost is teaching us. But if you are not humble, and you just despise this minister that's on the radio. Somebody read my book and said, what, what school of uh, theology did you go to? You didn't go to any school of theology, they just throw the book away. You don't want to read it. <laughs> I said, don't mind them. That's exactly how they did to Allergies guy. They said, who, who gave you the authority to be preaching in the temple? That's what they're asking. Like, who gave you the right to be doing what you are doing in the temple? And he asked them, who gave John the Baptist the right? They didn't want to answer that. Now also will not answer you. So that is why you don't follow men. Follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ is the author and the future of our faith. Let's continue in chapter 3. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you are not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? That's how it started in chapter one because they were talking about I am for this and for that. I said that's divisions. So you see, kind of people will be doing that. They are jealous of one another. That's why they are trying to follow personalities. You see, you walk as men. We are to walk as angels. 
For why one says I am of Paul, another I am of Apollos. Are you not Canaan? Then you are Canaan. Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Just think about that. Think of a garden. The man came by and weed the grass and, pull and plant, and another one came and watered the garden so that they can grow. And then if the garden comes away, yeah, I like the man that's watering it. Oh, I like water. I like water. I'm just following personality. He said, what he said, who is for water? Who is the man that planted? We are all nothing. The one that really is important is the God that's giving the increase. The power that is making this thing to grow. And that power is from the Holy Spirit. He said, I have planted Apollo's water, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything. Neither he that watered, but God that gave it the increase. That's the one we should respect and honor and follow. That's God that gave it the increase. When you hear the word of God, how do you think it manifests growth in you? It is power of the Holy Ghost. That's the one you should respect and honor. The Holy Spirit of God that is making this thing happen. That's why it says it's God that gave it the increase. Now he that planted and he that watered that was in me and Apollos, we have no, no, no issue with one another. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. That is, we believers, we are God's building. Just like I'm part of the building of God, I'm also allowed to teach the word of God. And I'm just teaching according to the Holy Ghost gives it to me. So, but we are all building for God. See, we are God's husbandry. Now, husbandry is like you are the farm. We are all the farm of God. And we are all the building that God is building. Verse 10 says, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, and I is going to tell his own part, I have laid the foundation. So I have laid the foundation, and another builded thereon. But let every man take heed how he build thereon. Now he's one, giving a sound of warning to all those that are teaching and preaching. That he has laid the foundation, bringing people to Christ, telling them about Christ, died and saved us, and then teachers come and teach you more. They say, hey, be careful what you are teaching. As I'm teaching the word of God, let it be on that foundation, solid, good stones, what you are used to build, and it's going to explain right now. Otherwise, it's going to be burnt up. For other foundation can no man lay that, than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Don't try to lay another foundation. The foundation has been laid on Jesus Christ as the foundation. So when we teach, we are to teach, pointing people to Jesus Christ, to point people to Jesus Christ, not to ourselves. But then you are laying a different foundation. Point people to Jesus Christ. That's what he's saying. You don't lay another foundation, but Christ Jesus is already laid. Now verse 12 is begin to give someone. If any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. Every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. So we are building upon the foundation that of, of Christ saved you from your sins, and the teaching is to build on that. He said, people should be building, if you build with stones and solid gold and silver, you are putting precious word of God into the people. When the day of trial comes, they will stand. That's why I say. The fiery trial that we try every believer will make them to stand because they are founded upon the word of God. They are following the word of God. But if you are just making them money, 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 that people, that's the example of things that like the wood and stubble. And the fire comes, the money is burnt away, people will begin to deny Christ and curse God. 
That is why saying their work is burnt up. Stay and struggle. So when we are preaching, we are preaching the word of God that this is real. You better follow it and hold firm to the end because that is what's going to save you in the end, not the money and the wealth and the business and something. Because those can go away, but the truth of the word of God that this kingdom is coming. Hold fast to it. The kingdom of God that is going to bring us to a healthy mortality. That is what we are preaching. That is that we believe the pure precious gold stone that will not be burnt up. And that there may be persecution to try that faith. That is the teaching that you saying that we believe is this solid foundation that will not be burnt up when the trial of life. Because you know why where you are going. You know why you are believing. You know whom you are believing. You are following the Lord Jesus Christ. You are not believing Apostle, Pastor Deal. You are believing the Lord Jesus Christ. And what is what he says is the truth. And that's why we are saying follow it. I will continue this in the next podcast. God bless you. Thank you.